It is Wednesday, my dudes. It may not mean nothing to y'all, but understand nothing was done for me. So I don't plan on stopping at all. I want it forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. Shutting down in the mall. It's selling that girl, she the one for me. And I ain't even planning the call. I want it forever, mine, ever, mine. And we're back. I'm gonna steal that from you, bro. That's alright, man. It's a lot of folks want to no, be I like think, me. I, 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 think. I, don't, I don't take it personal no more. A lot of folks want to be like me. As you climb the ladder, sometimes it's going to happen to you. It's all right. It's all right. First of all, I'm going to let you keep that intro. You can do the woo and we back. I'm going to come up with my own stuff. Thank y'all so much for joining I, us right here on The Real 1100 AM. I radio taking in all over the world. All over the globe. Matter of fact, we're going to talk about my solo career as I'm going solo. Not again. All right. I'm just, man. Let's have this short conversation. First of all, I'm letting everybody know, if y'all want to see me solo, comment in the uh, chat uh, about how you want me you to go crickets. ahead and do the- Play them crickets for Don't him. play the crickets. Miles, Miles, you are not on his payroll. You do not have to listen play to what this man for. say. Look, why y'all hate on me, man? That's all right. Let me shine, bro. All right. Let me shine. I ain't trying to stop you, bro. I'm you know? trying to get out of your way. <laughs> Let me damage my own self, huh? There you go. Uh, let's go ahead and get these announcements out of the way real quick. If you are out in the Douglasville area and you need a haircut like myself, I'm coming to see you today, bro. Uh, I want you to visit my good friends over at Studio 1211. Yeah. Right there at 6405 Fairburn Road. Yeah. Uh, you can call them at 770-485-6772. As speak to Melvin, tell them KC Center to get a free cut right here on the number one rated business show. And if you're tired of getting haircuts, you can get something that just sewn in and it stays the same link all the time. I'm going to go in there and tell the KC sent me today. I'm going to see if I can get that freak <laughs> If you're still trying to get your summer body right. Uh-huh. Joe. Uh, oh, my body right. If you're still trying to get your summer body right so you can take your shirt off, you know, that's all right. Joe. Uh, Check this out. I'm going to take my shirt off and have a stack of money in my hand. We're going to see who gets the best response. How about that? <laughs> you should have played that Rick James for That was you should have played <laughs> Lord have mercy. But if you are trying to get that body right, I want you to go visit my friends out in the Smyrna area, 1834 South Cobb Industrial Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there in beautiful Smyrna, Georgia. You can visit them online at titans.net. They're a world-class training facility. Mm-hmm. Fitness programs, nutrition, vitality, personalized training, uh-huh. everything that you need to get right. Do you know how hard yeah. it is to run with a stack of money in your pocket? Yeah. I mean, that's a workout by itself, bro. That's what they say, bro. I'm just saying. That's I'm just saying say. that it be weighing me down, bro. That's what they say. That's what they say. What nah, say? nah, y'all don't believe that because I ain't trying to get <laughs> run up on. They be like, oh, he be walking around with a stack what, of money what, in his pocket. When you front like you got everything, <laughs> don't nobody want to help you. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead, bro. I'm just saying, man. And be the main one. With the, with the, with the, with nah, the I'm, I'm just saying, man. I, I need to get my respiratory in order, man. You know, get the breathing exercise, start doing the cardio a little bit more. Get off the whiskey. <laughs> oh, you know you can make it. We're not going to talk about getting your custom whiskey. No, this is not the alcoholic show today. Yeah. Uh, what do we have for our marketing moment? Man, the marketing moment today is understand that you need to be seen. All right. You know, you got to be seen out there. A lot of us are holding it back. We're saying, well, we want to be perfect first. We want to go ahead and get out there uh, when we get everything right. But it's better to get seen. Just be out there. 
Okay. Let the public tell you what they like, what they don't like. Okay. Let the public tell you that Jeff needs to go solo. Uh, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. That's your marketing minute for the day. That's why you be all, all around town popping selfies of yourself and all this type of stuff. <laughs> man, I, I still can't get the selfie game right, Jeff, man. Jeff is like the selfie king. I, okay? I am not. I do yeah, not do Jeff selfies. Going. Look at me. Look at me. No, no. I don't. Look at my Instagram, man. Too, Jeff. It is big. Exactly. You see, hey. You see all these tripods you got in here to take a picture yeah, of yourself. And all of them pointed right. to KC. Look, every single one of them pointed to KC. When you're a star, you're a star. You can't deny it. I'm just saying, Nah, bro. man. My shine is too bright, man. And I'm tired of taking people to the eye doctors, yeah, it's man. Your camera My so shine bright. is too bright. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, BC. <laughs> I'm about to give me a camera crew just to walk around and follow me around. Uh, I, I do like the information. Shout out to E-Tray. E-Tray Productions. They do a great job. East Track Productions. Yeah, Eugene does a great job. Who is that? See, there it is. He don't even know. Shameless. He don't even know. know. My bad. I'm sorry. You need to get out more. I only work with professionals. Okay. I'm (laughs) telling you, this this brother has done everything from Nickelodeon to Jay Morrison. He's done it all. You need to get out more, bro. I'm going to get him on the show. I'm going to get him on the show. He don't even know you. Just just tell him, hey, you got KC in your Ain't nobody studying you, Otis. Ain't nobody (laughs) studying you. But uh, no, back to but it, it, it's it's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you cannot get business if don't nobody see you. That's right. Like seriously, when you when you're invisible to the world, if you don't have what you need, you ain't got your Facebook, you ain't got your you know website, you ain't got your social media and all this other type of stuff together. It's like it's almost impossible for folks to find you. That's true. So it, it, it it's true. It's like you need to do something to try to get attention for your business. And a lot of times, like like you say, when you out actually doing business mm-hmm. and folks see you out doing business. Then they want to do business with you. So yeah. And here's the ratchet tip for the day: get yourself an ugly friend stand beside you, make you look better. That's why I got KC over here, make me look no, better. No, he did not. He snapped. He made bro. me the ugly friend. <laughs> he snapped, bro. Then he made me the ugly friend. Yeah, he snapped. Wow. <laughs> I'm just putting you up on game. My feelings are hurt. I would have never said something so just, just that's that's hurtful, Jeff. The truth does that sometimes. Wow. My Jeff mama on the told road me I look good. <laughs> I'm just saying, my mama told me I look good. Man, let's talk about some. It's some women in the studio. Do I look good? Amazing. Thank you. Can I get some? Am I fine? So do you know it. She's smiling like I wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you go out with me or Jeff? What you doing the after The Me Too this? movement let, let, is real. No. Jeff said no, nothing no, let, let, about get it right. nothing. What you about, doing after this? No, Jeff said nothing you drink with me or Jeff. about right. nothing. Jeff is not going to be in court with KC. Talking about, he said. See, when it's oh, time oh, to no. put the rubber to the road, he don't want to go nowhere. You see oh, what I'm saying? Oh, 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 Jeff done seen enough. <laughs> I done <laughs> seen some things. Join us to the program. Mm. Goodness. Mm. We got a show to do, bro. A man that did the corner classes. The corner classes. A man that then brought you the Legacy Center. Mm. Treff. I've been over to the Legacy Center. It's a beautiful spot. It is. Like, And, and, and the thing I do love about the Legacy Center so many times when you go to a lot of these places, it's it's like, don't get me wrong, I love Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and all that type of stuff, but mm-hmm. there's so many other black folk did stuff. I know. Especially recently. And they don't name them. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one thing I love when I went over there. It's like you see more recent versions of what we look like. Yeah. And, and that's such a beautiful thing to be celebrating those folks like that, for real. Yeah. Have you been upstairs? Yeah, I, I actually saw the the uh, the the big huge facility y'all got. Yeah, they got a huge room. We was looking at doing the top 25 up there for the Atlanta Business Journal. So, mm. yeah. I have actually spoken on that platform, sir. You heard that, Jeff? <laughs> you walking in before everybody gets there and says, uh, one, two, <laughs> one, two, my check is not speaking, bro. 
Check my Instagram. Now, anyway, let's get to our <laughs> guest today. All right. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm getting it's hot. It's warm in here. Ain't I'm it? getting hyped because I followed this man for years. I didn't had the privilege to work with this man, work for this man, work in this man's presence. The king himself. Jay Morrison is in the house. The one and only. Thank you so much for joining us. In the building in real life. Peace, King. Peace. Th- thank you for coming here. And, and we're going to talk about real things instead of this uh, whatever he got going on. That's I, mean, right. I mean, the brother got a kingdom shirt on him. I'm kind of I'm kind of like, he, you, you my guy. He, you my he, guy. Yeah, thank he you. does. The brother hey, got a kingdom shirt and on And we're going to talk about that I mean, kingdom. Cause, I, cause so that, you, you and Dub yeah. go way back. We go back. So you already know. So we ain't even got to do it. We can X you out the conversation. Tell you, I don't know, Jeff. Jeff this man right I, here. First I ain't going to lie. Jeff, Jeff's kind of solid in the organization. <laughs> I ain't in front. He, he held that IT thing down. You're going to Jeff office and head down. I ain't going to lie. He held with them emails, bro. Yeah. He'll put together a strategy on you. Next thing you know, you got, you got 15 emails from the dude. Yeah. I'm just saying. He was about to big up Kingdom. I was trying to give you the the play in. You you just messed it all up. I just Talk it up. about the Kingdom, man, because – I, y'all, we're going to talk afterwards about the kingdom because oh, yeah. that's a whole movement. Yeah, but anyway, let's about go the on. kingdom life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. In real but, life. But now, yeah. let's, let's make this about you today. Yes, sir. Instead of just I like that, too. <laughs> I like that. I'm Me, fine with but, that. Yeah. I like tell, it that way. <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and, and tell us about, you know, because today is, is our, our, our Wealth Wednesday. This is the day we really start talking about finance, money, how to get more money, how to have more finances. So tell us a little bit about your background and where you're from, because I, I know a lot of folks know your name and, and know the reputation, but tell them just a little bit of your backstory for us. Sure. No, I appreciate that kind of all of you, uh, because I got revelation a couple of days ago that was unique about me as a financial expert, financial activist, uh, servant leader to the community, is that when I approach building wealth, approach legacy building, and approach finance, y'all are getting... Um, I'm obviously my 41 years of life experiences, okay. but y'all are getting 25 years of money experience, okay. but diverse money experience. Mm. Okay. So I'm talking mm-hmm. about like, like you say, tell me about yourself. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell it in a, in a storyline kind of way, but with okay. a lesson attached. I got okay. a lesson in everything. I'm, I'm a teacher, educator at heart. All right. So you're talking about uh, a welfare kid. So I know the, I, I know, mm-hmm. I know the welfare money plays. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The paper food stamps. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Someone that grew up below the poverty line, six of us in a two-bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. High school dropout by, at 16 years old. I went to the at-risk program for the at-risk kids, graduated high school from a vocational high school, mm-hmm. but landed myself in prison four months after I graduated high school for drug trafficking from New York to wow. Maryland to Lincoln, Nebraska. That's, so, a, that's a real reality for a lot of us, though. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm everybody's cousin. I'm yeah. everybody's cousin that sold drugs. I got you. You feel me? 15 years old, on the corner, first vials of crack. To see my first ten thousand at seventeen to over a hundred thousand by eighteen. Wow! Mm-hmm. Right, big boy cars at nineteen. Fifty thousand dollar car in the hood, red Lincoln Navigator, paid cash. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, nineteen in the hood. I'm saying that not for bragging rights. Nah, I get I've it. been making money purchasing place Rolex, Blue Face of Mariner at seventeen. Wow! Mm-hmm. I've been making jewelry decisions early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? Nah, for mm-hmm. real. Right, right. Got into after two and a half years in prison by twenty one years old. Three felonies in three different states by 21 years old. I've been on work release, ankle bracelets, house monitoring, probation, wow. 
parole, intent to provision parole, and served time in seven different prisons between Maryland, New Jersey, and New York. Mm. Wow. Life experience, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Got into real estate in 2005 as a landlord. Got my first duplex in Bound Brook, New Jersey with four acres of land. Okay. Right? Then got into landlording, house flipping, wholesaling, building, developing. Then as I saw the commissions my realtors were making, got my real estate license. Okay. Mm -hmm. Started getting commissions there, six figures in real, in real estate as a realtor. Wow. Okay. Then saw the commissions that my, my loan officers were getting and got my mortgage license. Now, now, mm. now, now tell me this yeah. as, as we start to walk through this. Now, coming from that, that, that street game, you know, the, the whole game of selling drugs and stuff, because it's big business, like folks would not believe. Like, seriously, you got to know We are the best to, entrepreneurs. To but, <laughs> but how did you kind of getting into the real estate game, how did you kind of relate what you learned in the streets to the real estate game and start to take some of that knowledge from there and then start to, to use that to invest in the real estate game? Well, so when you think about it, um, everybody in the world don't smoke crack. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody don't need crack. Everybody don't need cocaine. Okay. Mm -hmm. But everybody needs somewhere to live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So exactly. I had success selling a product that I couldn't market publicly. Mm -hmm. I couldn't put on advertising. I couldn't give you well, I did have business cards, but that's enough story. But, <laughs> but my, 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 my OG taught me different. Yeah. But but my point is, um, I had to sell a product in the underworld mm -hmm. and seen hundreds of thousands, nearly millions doing it in the underworld mm -hmm. of a product that everybody don't need. Yeah. So when I got into real estate and saw that I got an industry that I could market publicly, okay, that I could advertise publicly, and it's a product that everybody needs. Where are we sitting at right now? What's this? Oh, it's yeah. real, real estate. estate. We lease. Where we leave after this and we go okay. home, yep. go to eat, mm -hmm. lunch, go oh, to yeah. church, mosque, temple. It's all what? KC be on the corner, though. What's that, though? <laughs> real estate. <laughs> no matter where you take it. Yesterday, I saw him with his shirt off and his shoes off sitting on, on, on Marietta and uh, Northside. And I was like, KC, bro, get yourself pimping. together. <laughs> Get yourself together. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on my. Nah, no, man. That's another show. That's another show. So, but back to you. So, actually, you know, some interesting story is, is one thing I did learn in the game. Uh, when I was 16 years old, I took a, a train from uh, New Jersey, New Jersey Transit, to Harlem, New York, and that's where I found my connect at 16 years old. Mm -hmm. My connect was a Dominican guy uptown. Um, it was two guys, Pio Hanito. Mm -hmm. How I found him was no one in my town would give me their plug. Okay. So I'm 16. I'm trying to compete with everybody. All they want to do is give me packs to work for them. I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not nobody's worker. I don't want to be a runner. I got mm -hmm. you. I don't want a job. I want to be the boss. So they're like, listen, you better get your own shit then. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like, I'm like, like, where I got to go? They're like, I ain't telling you. All I can tell you is in Harlem. Okay. So I just mm -hmm. randomly took a random train to New York and asked uh, a taxi driver to take me to Harlem. And a taxi driver was like, yo, it'd be too expensive for me to take you to Harlem. I don't even want to charge you. Just take the one or nine train. I took mm -hmm. the one and nine, got off in Harlem. It's a million Dominicans out there selling coke. Wow. At that time, I buy with somebody, but as I'm leaving and just exploring this world of, of, of uptown Broadway in, in Harlem, New York, mm -hmm. it was a dude, everybody was frantic trying to sell me coke. Poppy, I got it for you, 28 grand. Poppy, I got it for you, 21 grand. Poppy, Poppy, come here, come here, come here. And this one dude was just smooth, little chain on, <laughs> sitting there on a crate. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Poppy, come here. And he handed me a business card. And his business card said, Pio Hanito, the professionals. He said, next time you come, you see me. Don't worry about all that. <laughs> mm. What I took from that into the business world, y'all mentioned your marketing and how you got to announce yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I learned how I learned about announcing myself from that, but how to announce myself. Okay. Okay. So when I got into business, I always was very, very uh he was just so classy and so cool and so pristine, right? So even my first business cards was like a nice quality thick business card yeah. with the gold writing, Mr. Real Estate. And like so I just took a level of like prestige into like my business career. Okay. So when I crossed over from the streets or from the corner to the corner office, the streets to the suites, and I got into real estate in two thousand five. I didn't. I didn't get into real estate trying to be a hood dude in real estate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I transformed my whole image, my whole life, how I spoke, what I call my verbal appearance, my physical okay. appearance, because I wanted the the, the, the clients I want to attract. Yeah. Like Pio, he wanted to attract a me. He okay. didn't want okay. a knucklehead drug dealer. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. He wanted. He wanted somebody, a boss. He wanted a boss. Right. Okay. And mm-hmm. so I, I took that. That was one like skill set that I took into uh, the business that I learned from the streets. Um, supply and demand, of course, I took into business, but also what I took from the streets, what I took into real estate and professional business and, and going through my story, we stopped at like me being 27, we'll get into the rest of the last 13 years in a second. Mm-hmm. But what I also learned was about building teams okay. and building systems. Okay. So like when I would hustle, I'd send somebody to my connect, I'd give them the money, they go see my plug in Yonkers, this is a new plug, in Yonkers, they'd get the work. Okay. Mm-hmm. They take the work to a stash house we had in Irvington, New Jersey, in Maple Gardens, mm-hmm. the little studio we had. I mind you, I haven't seen the drugs yet. Okay. They put the b- drugs in a, in a blender. They put it out over a big table. They spray it down with this little water mist we got. They put mm-hmm. it back in these bags. Put it into what we call a compressor machine. Mm-hmm. And the girls would sit on it and they take a car jack in, a, in an apartment. They'll jack up the work back to a brick after we already cut it and made three hundred grams or seven hundred grams. Mm. Wow. And then they right. take that work down to Baltimore. Go see what they got to see, and then they bring the money back, and then all I do is count the money. Okay. Well, I brought into a business world is no different than how we run our real estate business. You worked in our companies. Yeah. No different than how we systemate our business. How many times did I actually see the websites before they were done? <laughs> very few times. Very, all I do is like get the, the vision. Very end, yeah, oh, yeah. Very end, you'd be like, okay, yeah, looks good. or change this a little bit, and we we good to go. So it'd be the expert yeah. at hiring experts. Like your transporters, yeah. transport. Okay. Like your web designers, web design. Like your graphic designers, graphic design. But, like, but right? you know, I find it's just a certain person that has a certain mentality to see things that way. Because yeah. you know, a lot of folks just do it yourself type people, but they don't realize the type of handicap that you're giving yourself by yeah. trying to do everything. Well, yourself. like you say, you put together processes and teams. And in processes and teams, like I always say, process equals profit. Mm. I mean, when it comes down to it, if you're trying to do it yourself, you can't take days off. You can't take slack time. And you can't scale. Yeah. And I think that's forced me into always having to find people and systems, right? My four okay. P's, personnel, people, process, procedures, and protocols. Okay. I, I was wired that way because, mind you, I was in a small town in Somerville, New Jersey. We always making about 1,000 a day. It's about 15 of us. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, I don't want to be like the rest of y'all. Okay. Like, I, I, I'm always thinking the next level. So I took my work immediately out of town. Mm-hmm. Right, because I want to scale, mm-hmm. but you can't scale if it's only you. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. You yeah. got to get people to replace certain functions of things you do. So I don't want to drive to New York and take all the risk getting the drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. If I get locked up, the whole thing go down. I know that's yeah. right. Right. Yeah. So, so you start finding people to be the experts at what they do. So you know what? You're a better driver than me, and you look better driving than me. You look like you ain't gonna get caught. Cool. <laughs> you drive. Right. <laughs> you you do this. You do that. So that's something I took from the game um, that I brought into business. I always thought scale. So when I became a realtor, I started as everyone said, you can't do real estate with felonies. Bro, mm. same you can real people, whatever you want to. <laughs> people, people told me in prison 
When I was serving one of three in prison upstate New York, I had a gun charge. I had a gun charge and a quarter kilo of cocaine. Mm -hmm. They said, you can't get work release with a gun charge. That was literally New York law. You can't have work release with a gun charge. Mm. Well, I'm like, well, if I apply for work release, do I get in trouble? Okay. They're like, no. I'm like, well, if I can apply for work release and I don't get in trouble if I do, I'm applying for work release. I'm with it. Yeah. I, I, let I them, them tell folks, me no. I hate the yeah. folks that got all that bad yeah. ass let them tell me no. all the time. Bro. Yeah. You don't know what the hell they talking about. Right. So look, I'll apply for work release three weeks later. Robinson, get off your bunk. You're going <laughs> to Lincoln. Deuces. Wow. <laughs> Same ones up there sitting. You tell you, oh, you're wasting your time doing that. You're stupid for doing that. Okay. Bro, I'm out. So, so I took that into, into, into business as well. I always shoot my shot, and I don't let the naysayers. I, mean, I let the naysayers say, I just don't listen to them. Okay. Okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all that, that's what y'all do. Y'all naysay. Cool. Now, yeah. now, how do you get that mental toughness that you just you just don't seem to care whether somebody say no or not? Because a lot of people approach business in two different facets from what I see. It's either you very, very kind of shy. You might have mm-hmm. a good product. You might have a good service. And you might feel like, well, y'all kind of need this. You know what I'm saying? But you're not as 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 aggressive, say, aggressive with it. Yep. And then you got other folks got an attitude like you. Nah, bro, you need what I got. You better come get this now. Yeah. You know, what is that attitude of that? Uh, do you call that attitude or do you call that more of a passion and a drive? Assertiveness. Oh, man, I, I think it is an attitude. I think it's a characteristic, right? And, and I, what, actually, when I was locked up at that same time in, in 99 New York, it was this, this king. I remember his name for some reason. It was Deuce Five was his name. He mm-hmm. was from upstate New York. He was a rapper. And he had this line in his rap. He was like, ride with me. I'm going to switch lanes and pass you. Mm. And, that's, and I love that. That's, 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 that's yeah. all right, bars. Yeah. That's always my mentality. It's like, yo, I know I'm the one one. So mm-hmm. like whether you know it or not, like I'm like I'll I show y'all it. later, but it's gonna show up. I, I I believe in myself. Yeah. I believe, and I also believe the calling that God has on me. Like I, I know I'm favored. I know I'm special. Okay. Yeah. So it's like I, I get you don't see that now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like even in my hood, like like I, I wasn't like the most likely to succeed in drug dealers. Like I was like the last of the totem pole. It's the guys out out there that was more tougher than me. They were, they were more thorough than me in the streets. They was all of that. They wear the big old gold chains, all the cars, and I run around with a white tee on and just chilling. But I got. Forty, fifty thousand put up. I like I, I was, I was never. So I was never in to try to prove to people who I was. It's like I'm gonna let my works show who I was. I'm gonna let the end result show you who you was, who was right in front of you the whole time. I love that. Yeah, though. yeah. That's what I do to Jeff every day. By the end, <laughs> he realized. He's like, all right, bro, I, I give up. I give up. You right, him? You, can have, you, can have. you that dude? But no. Let, let's fast forward a little bit because we, we, we fastly <laughs> run into the end of this interview. Let's fast forward to modern day. He don't even know so, who Biggie is. I, I just, because uh, Tupac over here, homie. Uh, don't have me come back to the hit him up. We got to hit him up still. And play that Biggie. Who we shot you? We got to get to him one more time for the day out. Who shot but, you? <laughs> but now, let, let, let's talk about modern day. What are okay. you doing now? Yeah, so fast forward Um, that, you know, illustrious real estate career, celebrity realtor, gotten to be an author, leader, speaker, many, many, many things. Today, currently, that same three-time felon, that same at-risk youth is now uh, the fund manager for the largest black-owned real estate crowdfund in the history of the wow. country. And that's the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. I'm a fund manager. I'm a CEO, uh, real estate uh, private lender, developer, uh, and, and, and educator, right? And so, so I've educated over 500,000 students okay. uh, through the Jay Morrison Academy, what's now known as Legacy Center University, and um, really a servant to our people, a lover of our people, and, and I'm a solutionist. I'm wow. literally committed to not just finding but enacting the solutions we need for our people to um, to end our political oppression, to mm-hmm. end our economic exploitation, as Malcolm called it, and our social degradation. And so not only am I a financial activist, I'm a political and social activist as well. Um, 
and uh, the co-founder with my wife, Ernestine Morrison, uh, of the Legacy Center, a.k.a. the okay. Black House, okay. right? Mm -hmm. The 30,000 square feet, 2.6 acre campus in Atlanta, Georgia. That's a media and event space, a uh, business hub and incubator and an empowerment space for our, for our people. So everything you see me touch is going to be about some level of uh, solution, of organizing, of mobilizing, and us doing for self what we can do for ourselves. Now, yeah. we're going to talk about that legacy, son. I'm also the uh, CEO of the Atlanta Business Journal. Oh, awesome. And uh, mm -hmm. we got a, a big event that we do every year to celebrate, you know, African-Americans in business. Uh, and definitely you qualify to be one of them, but uh, it's called our Top 25 Atlantan event. And I've actually looked at the Legacy Center once before for it. I think it'd be a perfect place for us to do it, like seriously. Uh, I, yeah. I, I would love to. Indoor, outdoor campus, newly renovated. Uh, it's just the energy is amazing there. Like when you walk through the building, it's just black excellence all over. Like it's, it's oh, yeah. really the black house. Like I, said, yeah. I, I love it because it's, it's, it's one of the first places I've walked in. Seriously, most, of the, most places that's dedicated you know, African-Americans or, or, or being black and this type of stuff, first thing you're going to see, you're going to see Martin Luther King, Jesse, you know what I'm saying? Right. You're going to might. Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, they don't even show Malcolm. Right, right. Yeah. They do Malcolm. So <laughs> they have Kirby Malcolm. Like, <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah. Use a little yeah. much for your time, bro. But, I mean, he pushed us forward, man. Facts. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. We, we got Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Minister Louis Farrakhan on the wall. We got modern activists, uh, Tamika Mallory, Sean King on the wall. We got yeah. uh, Dick Gregory, QEP Newton, yeah. uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, so many others. Um, uh, so yeah, no, nah, it's, it's a place that honors our community and empowers our community. But so that's who I am. I'm, I'm a very, very intricate, complex kind of person. You know, I see uh, you full of energy, man. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Listen, I'm a ball of energy. Life's amazing. <laughs> I hear your name so often, man. I'm, I'm glad I finally got a chance to meet you. Yes, sir. Like, yes, seriously, because your name come up in a lot of conversation around the city. They be talking yeah. about me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hear Jeff name that much, but you know, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's, it, see, like like he said, <laughs> he put me on the team as a specialist to do what I do best. And yep. what I do best is behind the scenes, yep. making it all the things work. Yep. What you do best is sit in the front and take all the credit. Oh, snap. Give it time. <laughs> there you go. See? That's what haters get right here on the number one rated business show. Listen to Tupac, all right? He's talking to you. He's talking to you. Miles. Who shot you? But no, man, before we get out of here, let, 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 just tell us a little bit. Why, why is it so important for you at this stage of your career? You, you obviously are a super successful person, and you've done so much. Why is it so important to be teaching your community these things? Um, I really resonate with, with, who, with how I came up. Like, I, I, bro, I'm just like inside to that little hood boy that okay. was like how we got to this, you know? Yeah. And, um... So when I teach, I teach to my younger self. I teach to my 17-year-old self. I just resonate. like, and, and I also see the potential. Like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I, I put up an Instagram post the other day. Like, I was 21 with three felonies. Wow. Mm -hmm. But seen over 21 million in my real life. It's like, yo, I'm not like. No, that's 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 serious. Yeah, so bro. so so it's like I I seen what God could do with me. So if He could use me as a vessel to pull some little greatness out of you or give you some gain that helps your family, your legacy. That's why I did the 65 corner classes in 34 cities, teaching on the street corner in real yeah. life. It's like I want our people to have it wherever you at because I just know what it did for me. Like my mom, I watched my mom grow up through drug abuse, through domestic violence. I'm talking about my mom. I watched my mom get her butt whooped, bro. Like mm. literally waking up to that. I watched. All the ills of the hood and, and all of that, but now I see my mom today retired, owns an acre of land, development oh, yeah. property, a realtor. She's financially lit. She's at peace. Yeah. Like, yo, every 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 dude oh, yeah. want to take care of their mama, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody want to, and, and, and not just yeah. with the money, cause you can hustle and do it. 
But my mom could free herself. She don't need me to free her. Yeah. She empowered the information. So, yeah. like, that's why I do it because I, I want us to all be able to leave a greater legacy. And, and, I, and through my life experiences, that's what's so unique for me is my life experiences. I'm able to reach people on so many different levels. Like, I worked yeah. at Southern Beast International Realty, the world's largest luxury real estate company. Mm-hmm. So, I know the corporate trap. Mm-hmm. I've been in the hood. I know the corner trap. Mm-hmm. Right, so like I've been in so, uh, my, my life, I, I've been bankrupt before. I got I've been you. divorced before. I got, I got three mm-hmm. daughters out of state. Like, bro, I got like bro, pretty much every black man experience you can have. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been sick. I had know, a, like, feel, bro. You, know, you feel me? Like, like yeah. I got it. Yeah. And so if if I can survive, and I know the formula to survive, and the formula to have masterpiece is how my starts my relationship with the Most High, and how I tap into the higher frequency. Yeah. And then be able to bring that those downloads to my family and then the community like if i know my formula that's worked for me i got to get that formula back whether it's financial okay. spiritual business and all of that and really yeah. I, really i mean if nobody gets the message is because they didn't look because you do give the corner class for free you do give so much back Bars. to the community for free all they got to do is just watch i mean really i mean i've seen this man Watching on corner apply. class where it's actually in bad neighborhoods it's cops that are like, yo, you shouldn't be here. In the rain. And he's talking to people. Him and his wife are literally standing there telling the message. And if you're not stopping and just listening, that's on you. If anybody want to support you, if anybody want to come out to the Legacy Center, if anybody just want to follow you and get advice, how can folks reach out to you? Yeah, so an easy resource um, for everyone, free trainings, curriculum, books, all that is LegacyCenterUniversity.com. If you want to learn the five wealth principles of create cash, keep cash, grow cash, protect cash, and pass it on, go to LegacyCenterUniversity.com. Easy to follow me for daily inspiration and advice on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, at Mr. J. Morrison. That's J-A-Y, at Mr. J. Morrison, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all platforms. Um, hit me up. We got an amazing mentorship program. I'll literally take you from zero to hero if you want to put the work in. Uh, we do high-level mentorship and coaching for fund managers, those who have wealth and want to scale their wealth. If you're a beginner just trying to crack in, we got game for you too. So um, anybody want to tap in at Mr. J. Morris on all platforms, LegacyCenterUniversity.com. And if you want to lease our space in Atlanta um, or collaborate with us, LegacyCenter.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only J. Morrison. Peace. Right here on the number one rated business show. We got to take a break. We'll be right back from right here on the Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, taking in all over the world. It's the Ross KC. And Mr. Marketology. And we'll be back after this. At Align for Life, we work with attorneys across the entire metro area. We are a portal of entry provider, meaning we can ensure your client is triaged accordingly and coordinate all aspects of your client's chiropractic and medical care from start to finish, including referrals to medical doctors, specialists, and imaging. This is Dr. Fowler. Your injury clients deserve the best transportation, extended hours, and compliance monitoring. We understand your needs. Refer your injury and accident victims right now by calling us at 404-383-1110 or visit us at yourfinespine.com. 
Mr. Rockstar KC, and Mr. Marketology. Invite everybody to join us at our brand new time for the number one rated morning show at 10 a.m. in the morning. Live on the Real 1100 AM and iHeartRadio all over the world. And that's Monday through Friday. Woo! Attention, radio station listener. This might make you say, Oh my god! Get this station in 1500 live stations plus a custom station you can create all in one right now. Download the free app now at iHeartRadio.com. Oh my god! Hey, this is Lorenzo Sanford, astrologer to the people who want to be healed and happy. I'm here with the marketologist and the rock star on the number one rated business show. Yeah. All the ladies say ho. ho. And all of those say ho. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. What? We got right, another intro? Go. We got something different? We are back right here on the number one rated business show. We come back with commercial break. It's about time we get something else. out of the way, bro. Y'all ain't, y'all are not taking my drink. That is the right song. First of all, if we're not going to play no gospel, we're not going to play nothing. We play some gospel. You got that, uh, you got that Kirk Frank and that little baby. Look, look, look here there we go. go. Little baby. Gospel. Really? We trying to, we trying to support entrepreneurship for the younger generation to get them involved. Yolanda. And make them. Yolanda. Want to be entrepreneurs. Okay. CCBB. So you don't even know who I'm talking about, do you? <laughs> you don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? You talking about uh, Yolanda Allen, CC and BB Wine, and bro, I was raised in. You're a heathen. I was re- on the rough side. You're a heathen. Of the mountain. Oh! And I'm doing. My mama ought to be proud right now. She is proud. There bro. you go, turn up! We will be better than no. Made a promise we can do it together. About to turn this on every day of the week. Look it. Look it. About time, man. You gotta get your life right. I'm trying to. We gonna work on it. I'm almost there. All right. I'm almost there. All right. And, and, and just for the month of May, mm-hmm. I brought in a special doctor to help me out. Yeah. Maybe help you a little bit more than me, cause I'm a little bit further. I'm a, no, we ain't gonna talk about all that. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like. I've been eating vitamins, so I, I should be good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Join us to the program. She is known as the model doc. Hmm. And she likes skin. <laughs> what does that have to do These with guys. anything? <laughs> Dr. How is Barbara. That even relevant. Exactly. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Dr. Barbara. Anything. <laughs> Joy Jones, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. You guys are tough. Oh, thank you. I, we we try. And, and I try to work with him because, you know, he just rebels. It's like a 15-year-old boy just rebelling. I take offense to that. You do. I'm more like a 13. Now I'm joking. <laughs> do men ever grow past 13 with their humor? I don't humor? know. I oh don't know. Jeff didn't. But first of all, how are you doing today, uh, good doctor? Yes. I'm excellent. I'm happy to be here. Yes. We're yeah. glad you're here. Please help us. <laughs> help him. Help him. Let her help you. I'm gonna let you get it out, Jeff. I'm gonna just let you because you. I you got a lot of, on me a lot. I got a lot of pent I get up. It. We got a PR a PR person in, in in the room today. Let's talk about something more relevant. She see, it. she see it. The gap between us is starting. To, you know, I'm going this way. You going that way? It's alright, Jeff. First of all, don't hate on your way down. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give you that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. I like that. Oh my goodness! Back I like to our that. guest. All right. How are we doing today, Let's talk. Doc? 
I'm excellent. Thankful thankful for Praise Jackson, my publicist, for getting me in with y'all. She the best in the world. I tell she folks is. all the time. Yes. I can do everything but get a book on my show. <laughs> <laughs> See how he throw you under the bus, Praise? All the time, just throw everybody under the bus. That's how you tell. We got a doctor that can take care of them one ones for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, now, you just recently opened a brand new integrated medical practice. Yes, I'm Now, I love this new word, yeah. integration in medicine. All right, because it, 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 it's like such I uh, I don't know. Some folks, they mean different things. But I know you. <laughs> you mean the best by it. Now, what, what, what type of medicine are y'all, you guys integrating together? Okay, so I'm the chief medical officer of the Healthy Woman mm-hmm. um, okay. on the primary care side arm. Right on that arm. We also have three OB/GYN practices: Dr. Jocelyn Slaughter Moore, okay. Dr. Emerald Lovely, and Dr. Ayaba Clemens. Wow. Okay, mm. so I'm the first on the primary care side. Okay. So Dr. Jocelyn, I'm her physician, her primary care physician, okay. and Dr. Jocelyn, she's my OB/GYN. So mm. we were just shooting, you know, talking, and we basically just said, "Why don't we have the healthy woman primary care?" And wow. so here, we, you know, we had that conversation actually last May, mm-hmm. May fifth, actually. And here we are today. I opened up the primary care, the first primary care practice on January 17th. Oh, wow. And so what that means is I'm primary care, the first face of medicine, the, the first person that you see um, in preventative measures. Like I'll do labs or do a full physical exam. Okay. And if there's something out of my scope that you need to see somebody for, like if you're due for your colonoscopy at 45, oh, I'm no. going to send you to the gastroenterologist. Mm-hmm. If, let's just say, I did a pap smear and it's abnormal, then mm-hmm. I'm going to send you to our OB-GYN so that they can do the colposcopy or figure out what's going on with you. Now, 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 this day and age of medicine, how important is that to have that 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 team around you? Because we talk about in business, you know, so much about having a team. Because I remember growing up, you know, you go see your primary care, and then well, you got to call this one over here. Maybe you can go get to see them in, you know, a week or two or something like that. By the time you finish the antibiotics, and you don't even need to see the specialist. How important is that, or how great is that for your patients that you got all of it just right there? Um, it's excellent. So basically, if a woman gets pregnant, I'll pass her off to OB-GYN at eight to 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Then eight weeks after you give birth, you come right back to me. And so it's mm-hmm. basically health from basically we see um, 12 years and older. So I see okay. men and women. And obviously, mm-hmm. OB-GYNs only see uh, women. A, uh, Except for Kevin. That is mm-hmm. a, uh, a a gynecologist. I know what it yeah. is. <laughs> okay. He, he he doesn't have medical background like myself. It's all right. I'm just we just trying to help you out. Let's just keep going. But just but it's going. it's lovely. And also one of my biggest strengths is networking too. Mm-hmm. So I have been in the community. Um I, I live in Gwinnett and mm-hmm. I went to medical school in Gwinnett at Georgia okay. PCOM. Okay. Wow. And then I went to residency at Northside Gwinnett. And okay. then I was held on as a attending physician for four years okay. with Northside. At, at you know as a lead physician for one of their primary care um, places and mm-hmm. then I decided to go out on my own in 2022 wow. so because of that mm-hmm. my roots in Gwinnett are very strong okay so I have very good relationships with specialists so and a lot of times if you don't have those relationships mm-hmm. You basically give the patient the referral. They got to find it themselves, whoever, you know, who their insurance pays for. I basically make it more personal, and it's a warm sell. You are going to this physician. I know them. When you see them, 
tell them to call me or text me so that there's continuity of care. A lot oh, of yeah. times everything's okay. so disjointed. Yeah. So the strength of network and having a team around you yeah. is is excellent. And I no, that's, I've that's, done that as that, a primary care physician. Yeah. But that's so invaluable. I know, you know, dealing with my daughters, you know, having that continuity of care, like one doctor understands what the other doctor is yeah. doing. They got each other's notes. They can, they can talk to each other in real time. Yeah. You know, that type of stuff is important, especially when it takes more than one doctor to treat this, this yes. patient. Yeah. And I legit don't refer to physicians unless I can call you and do a curbside. Okay. So an example, if, if I have someone who comes in for a rash mm-hmm. and I need to figure out, do I give this antibiotics? Do I do steroids? Do I do antifungal? Is this a fungus? Um, I need to call you. You answer the phone, and so you can help direct me. Okay. Now, how can, often you get people walk in and be like, "Yo, I got this rash," and you be like, "Look, this is not how that works." You actually, can't just walk. Actually, majority in. of the time, the rashes are sent to my inbox. Oh, like, okay. Hey, I'm like, this is not how this works. You can't just walk up in here talking. I got this rash. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> rashes are very common. Yes. Oh, oh yes, Kevin. <laughs> Bro, I got kids. Trust me, I know rashes is coming. Now, with with the thing, with the way things have changed over the past few years, yes, you know, how has your practice adopted a lot of the change? You know, because with COVID, with pandemic, you know, healthcare changes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that your practice had to, to modify to change for comfort of people. You know, making it yes. convenient. Um. So as we're seeing in, in practice, okay, so. When I came into practice, how I was taught in medical school and residency, mm-hmm. actually treating patients at that highest level of my education mm-hmm. and training, I saw that about 20 to 30 percent of my patients were not getting better. So mm. I personally went and, and learned how to integrate and be more holistic yeah. so that I have multiple skills in my toolbox along with that training. And that's what integrating mean, mean It means along with conventional medicine, which yeah. may be surgery, procedures, prescriptions, and things like that, mm-hmm. that I have another tool in my toolbox if, if that's not going to work for you, okay. that I'll be able to help 100% of my patients. Wow. Yeah. And so that's, that's how I've done it. But the, the issue with that is, if you're doing a fee for service where you use your insurance and pay a copay, mm-hmm. the the reimbursement has gone down what they pay doctors, which is mm. why the volume has significantly gone up. Oh, okay. So the way that I try to integrate, so I'm I'm a DO, an, a doctor of osteopathy. So okay. there's a there's a million fully functioning physicians in the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'd say 90% are MDs, about 10 to 15% are DOs. We oh, do yeah. everything an MD does, but in our training, we get manual manipulations. Um, it's called osteopathic manipulative yep. treatment, okay. where so it's like, like massage, chiropractic, yeah. or like physical therapy all in one. So okay. that's an extra skill in my toolbox. So that's the way that I integrate. Okay. I pick and choose and say, okay. Okay, I can treat you before I send you to orthopedic surgery or sports medicine. Mm-hmm. I might be able to put you on my osteopathic table and, and treat you. Okay. Then um, I have mentors like Dr. Ellie Campbell. She's um, a functional medicine family physician. And I, I call her and I mm. curbside. For a physician, curbside means you call another physician who has more expertise. Oh, okay. And then they give you information. Okay. So I call um, people all the time and mm-hmm. ask her to help me treat more holistically. Mm-hmm. But because we only get a certain amount of time, because mm-hmm. this is a fee for service, because you paid your copay and this is insurance and conventional medicine, yeah. 
what I do is I come up with resources. Okay. Um, you, I, I'll find other holistic YouTube doctors and I'll say, hey, to my patient, you're pre-diabetic. Let's mm-hmm. put this in remission. Okay. I don't want to put you on metformin. I don't want you to get on Ooh. medicine. Oh, yeah. So yeah. go watch the these videos. Mm-hmm. If the patient does their homework and does their reading, watches the YouTube videos, does those things that I don't have the time to teach them, and they come back and we talk about it, mm-hmm. I'll continue to integrate and be more holistic with them. Okay. If they don't do their homework, patients, if y'all don't do your homework, <laughs> we're just going to treat you conventionally. We're just going to have to put you on medicine. Because I can't have Bruh. you out here with mm-hmm. high blood pressure and an A1C through the roof. Mm-hmm. You know? I, they I, won't do right. They just won't do I right. I do what I'm supposed to. <laughs> this one over here, let me tell you, his hemoglobin A1C, let me tell you. <laughs> Double digits. First of all, keep my business out the streets. Double digits. Keep my business out the streets. My business is my business. Keep that laundry in the house. He go to to McDonald's. First of all, I gave up McDonald's. He go to Burger King. I don't go to Krispy Kremes. I go to Ray's Donuts. Impossible walk. I go to Ray's Donuts, not Krispy Kremes. You go to Ray's. Thank you. Yes. Stop eating the damn donuts, Jeff. Donuts and coffee is a morning, uh, a good morning breakfast. Anyway, um, back to you. I don't you. think so, but okay. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> right. Anyway, we're not talking about me. <laughs> this isn't about me, Kevin. Um, as you're treating patients holistically, I know yes. that's very popular now. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, I guess you would say, cut through a lot of the self-diagnosed, self-medicating type of people to say, you know, I heard that you just go out here and eat this or you drink that. You know, how when they come to you and they already know what they need, like Kevin, um, how do you, you know, tell <laughs> them, right. look, I'm a doctor. That's I know right. what's best. Right. You so know. so another thing is being humble. Mm-hmm. There's there medicine doubles in in knowledge and everything like basically every five years. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually open minded that if a patient has done their research, they've been with another physician or they have trialed things, mm-hmm. I actually will say, hey, I'll learn from you. If you want to be your mm-hmm. own guinea pig mm-hmm. and you want to report back to me, I'll go and do my due diligence and do my own research. But I'm not haughty. I don't have um, God complex. I basically am very open and learn with my patients. Okay. Just like I um, I actually have a lot in the transgender community of they of them coming in and establishing care with me. I'm, I'm affirming and I am open to that in the future. And I tell them, hey, I was not taught in medical school and residency how to treat you, but I mm. can give you compassion. I can treat you like a human being. Mm-hmm. And if you are willing to work with me, I'll learn with you. Wow. So okay. when people bring stuff to me, I say this is like I really believe it, but if it's completely out there I mean, and completely than, quackery, I do have to shut no, that's, that down. That's big. But I'm but, very open. Yeah. But, but I mean, but other than I, I mean, hormone therapy and this type of nah, stuff, man. they ain't no different than nobody else. Yeah, but no, that's big that you l- learning with your patients because yeah. I've had doctors that I'll tell them, "Hey, this is making me sick." They be like, "Don't worry, you'll get used to it. Just keep taking it for a couple more weeks." Because your doctors don't like you, Jeff. <laughs> Moving on uh, to the next question: This, this day and age it. of medicine. Yes. Uh, the business of medicine. Let's talk about that a little bit because uh, one one of the biggest things I found. I worked in the medical field for years. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things I found that that drives the, the cost of medicine up so high is the is the games with the insurance company and in the in the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. It's like they'll drop this. Well, last we might have reimbursed a thousand dollars for this diagnosis. Well, this year we only gonna do it nine hundred. Then the office turn around. Well, we are gonna up our fees to eleven hundred so we can get the nine hundred we used to get. Yes. I understand the game. But this day and age in medicine is like, how does that play out for patients and this type of thing? Or, or what is, what, what, what's the future of that? Um, I feel that really nobody wins. Mm-hmm. So before in medicine, 
the physicians were in the driver's seat when but we obviously we love practicing medicine but we aren't necessarily business minded or haven't been in in the past um and so you would would hire somebody who was business minded to Mm -hmm. help you right it's completely shifted now where instead of the physician being in the driver's seat Mm -hmm. and allowing the MBA to be shunned, who's driving now is the MBA. So therefore, if the MBA is driving Mm -hmm. and then the physician is just the employee thereof, Mm -hmm. it's basically, it's it's pretty transactional. It is, um, I don't think anybody wins. So when when I was still practicing for corporate America, and I felt that nobody won. Here's why. Because I couldn't basically do the whole churning of patients. I continued to spend time and do my due diligence it just took from me where I stayed afterwards, where I was overextending myself and the patients got what they needed because mm-hmm. we needed to schedule enough patients to, to keep the doors open. Right. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So then I was sacrificing myself. I'm entering into a new stage of life where I'm a newlywed and we're trying to have children. I bet you I'm not staying until, you know, six or seven o'clock <laughs> at night if I have a, 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 a you know, a six month old. Yeah. Oh, home. yeah, that's true. So yeah. then then who has to pay? The, the the physician has to basically do the whole, you know, you only have 15 minutes there. I'm going to spend my six or seven minutes with you. Yeah. You may not get the education or love or empathy and, and tenderness that you need, but it's a fee for service. I don't have time. I got to get out of here. I yeah. got to finish my charts because only 20 percent is patient facing. The other 80 percent is administrative oh, yeah. and documenting oh, wow. and yeah. lab reviews and reviewing imaging. So y'all mm-hmm. just see, I only got seven minutes. Well, I, I actually just spent about 20, you know, two more minutes on you. You just didn't see my face. Okay. And I, so I, I it, it's just, it's have... exhausting. And then prior authorizations, like I say my patient needs this. Mm-hmm. And yet the insurance company says, you have to fill out this, do this, have a physician, yep. a physician consult. Like, where am I getting paid for that time that I spend 25 minutes on the phone with this physician and then 45 minutes doing the paperwork? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the patients lose. Yeah. Because then they're put on the less effective medicine because ain't nobody trying to do no prior authorizations. But, but, but you know, yeah. physicians don't have that space to talk about that enough, I don't think. To no, really talk we about, don't. Look, this is the reason why healthcare sucks. It ain't got nothing to do with what we want to do or, or what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. This is the system that we got to play with. This is the game we got to play. Yeah. And, and the thing is, once we're at, people don't understand that we took, you know, it took me 13 years to get to this point. And yes, now I'm making an okay living, but mm-hmm. sure, that also comes along with the $426,000 of student loan debt oh, yeah. in which I basically, my husband and I call it Wait the second minute, mortgage, where I'm paying $3,800 a month on student loans. Mm. So any, you get what I'm saying? So it comes at a cost. So when people are like, you know, uh, you know, you you signed on the dotted line, you should pay your, you know, student loans. Everybody's from my I'm, cold I'm thinking, dead hand. Sally may get my money. Right. <laughs> right. And mm. and I, I, I guess I didn't mind paying the 280 when I came out of med school. <laughs> but but just the yeah. I don't know, just don't all that insurance that. The, oh, yeah. or the, uh, you know, yes. the interest. I'm like, mm, that was crazy. I'm not, I'm, I'm I felt like I was. Y- yes. Mm. I'm not even going to get on y'all president that's done, that done backed away from writing them off. Because you remember yeah, we supposed to get we were supposed to get. Yeah, we spoke, I've been waiting on that for a long yes. time. But anyway, anyway let's get off student loans. Um, <laughs> let's talk about how medicines play a role. Like, for mm-hmm. instance, I've been switched. We're not talking about me. Some people have been switched. <laughs> From certain medicine, they'll say, oh, we're trying this new medicine out instead of this one. And I'm a business person. So I'm like, so basically y'all's terms are a little bit better with the new medicine, not that the medicine works better. And so they're like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and try this one. And one of the doctors even told me they gave us a better deal. 
And I'm like, so my life is based on y'all got a better, you know, uh, deal with this supplier versus this one. Mm-hmm. How often does that play that, you know, these these pharmaceutical companies say, hey, push my push my product. We'll you know, we want to incentivize it this way. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor say, OK, this is what we're going to give you, not based on the, the patient per se, but just based on the supply of medicine that they're getting. Um. I would say the insurance companies have tier one, tier two, tier three. Mm-hmm. Tier one is the medicine that they want the physician to for you for you to prescribe, mm-hmm. correct? Um, but the thing is, there's hundreds of insurance companies. I came into medicine to prescribe what I think you should have, mm-hmm. not what each individual insurance company says that you should be on and what they consider tier one. Oh yeah. Mm. So a lot of times I actually put the onus back on the patient. Mm-hmm. I'll let them know. If somebody is new onset diabetes, I want to put you on something called a GLP-1 agonist. There's seven of them. I don't know which one is considered first tier for your insurance company. I'm not going to prescribe it today. You do your due diligence. You call your insurance company and you call us back and let us know what is tier one. And then I'll prescribe that. Versus I prescribe it and it gets sent back and the pharmacy is sending faxes Mm. and saying, hey, it's not covered by this. Um, Yeah. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, so mm. you 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 have access to your tier one medicines, and you should look them up. I should, and Tic Tac is not a medicine. I mean, Tic Tacs is not a medicine, Kevin. Did you say even though it looks like a pill, it is not a medicine. You know, I come from the medical field. Anybody listening to me understands that already. So we not. First of all, you mopping floors at the hospital does not come from the <laughs> medical I field. In, I have worked in in, in uh, physical therapy. I have worked. In the ER, I have been a nursing tech. You I'd bring in the charts does not consider you as I done a, everything in the hospital. Ask my mama, bro. Like, for real. He always say ask his mama. Like his mama Do you have his mama's like, number? Exactly. My Text mama's been a nurse for over 40 exactly. years, bro. No, no. He always say that. Can't nobody contact his mom. And his mom not going to be like, my son's a liar. My mama did say she don't like Jeff. But <laughs> your mama just don't know me. I, I got this shirt. She just I doesn't know me well enough. Dude, I, I, I saw this shirt. It said, uh, me and my mama sit around and talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though. But anyway, but, but, back to no, real work. Uh, what, what is your typical patient? Like, who are the, the typical patients that you see and anybody that might want to visit your practice? Who would be the perfect person? To um, so I see 12 years and older. So okay. basically Monday through Thursday, my my practice will we'll practice. Uh, we'll see women. Okay. And then um, through internal referrals, I will see your daddy, your brother, your right. son, your husband. Um, and usually I actually do have the wives come in because usually when I ask the men questions, they always say, um, I'm here because my, my, wife, my wife scheduled me. <laughs> yeah, we don't ask like my going wife. to So I'm like, you may as well just bring your wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, 12 and older. I, I love um, teenagers as well. Wait a minute. She tried to say we're dumb. What? I just caught that. She tried to say That's the men don't know nothing. Yeah, yeah. You said that, not me. No, no, no she like the men are dumb. Bring your I'm, wife. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm divorced because my wife would have came in and said, let his ass die. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the first thing she told. Whatever going to kill him. But, but basically but. anybody who wants the first face of medicine, okay. um, somebody who's coming in that really doesn't have any issues and just wants to know their baseline, okay. people who do um, who do have ailments and chronic conditions who want somebody who may manage it in a more holistic way. And if not, I do treat conventionally. I do prescribe medicine. Okay. Or if it's out of my scope and I'm not comfortable, then I can send you to a specialist in which there is continuity of care because I'll send you to physicians that answer my phone calls who will actually call me back and tell me about you. 
Wow. Hmm. Now, now, this you just celebrated the grand opening, or are we opening? We have a grand opening. Okay. Yes. Ah. May 15th. It's a Sunday from oh, 1 okay. to 3. It's at my practice, and Wait it'll be um, ribbon cutting will be. No, that's this weekend. Mm. In May 15th this weekend? Show you true colors, though. Show you true colors. Today's May 3rd. <laughs> hey, Miles, edit that out. <laughs> Don't know what Mother's Day is. Edit All that right. out, yeah. Miles. So, yes, um, May 15th. So I know I'm invited. Mm-hmm. Jeff, it's, it's, it's cool. I, I'll cover it for us. Don't worry about it, Jeff. But <laughs> uh, what, what else we going to have at this grand opening? So we're, we're doing it pretty big. So my husband, DJ Dapper, she'll be DJing. Okay. We have the MC and host, Kiana Dancy, the Kiana Dancy. Oh, yeah, that's my girl. Um, I know her. Yep, Praise Jackson has been on it, um, getting interviews um, like this to start oh, this spreading the word. Oh, this going to be an event if she's behind it. All right, I'm coming. <laughs> Elementsofdelight.com. All and, right. And um, my besties, Morgan and, and Shiv, putting all the decorations together. We're, okay. we're doing it pretty big. Um, the expectation is, you know, a few hundred people. I can't oh. wait. Yeah, so just super, super excited about it. Super excited um, for actually even primary care physicians, OB-GYNs, mm-hmm. to come and see our business model because we are a physician-friendly practice. Okay. Um, you know, mostly when you come out of um, medical school and residency, the thought process is to go work for a hospital, which is what yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. But we just want to show that there's other forms and other ways to practice medicine mm-hmm. um, in terms that are good for you to be a mother, to be a father, to to have a family, to um, to have the life that you deserve. Versus, wow. Yeah. Corporate America, yeah. Well, we, we definitely got to get you to come back and talk about your modeling career because I can't wait to hear more about that part. We, we, we talked about the, we, we the talked about doc. you being a doctor. Instagram, we talk at about the, the model, model doc. Yeah. Here we go. All right, now, nah. uh, if anybody want to follow you, uh, once again, how can people get uh, follow you and, and find out more information? So, uh, more personally, at the model doc is on Instagram. So, T H E M O D E L D O C at the model doc. Okay. And um, if you are in Gwinnett, or even if you're not, I'm worth the drive. All right. The Healthy huh? Woman she Primary Care, it. where we see 12 and older men and women, you can make an appointment at 770-809-1220. Gwinnett has its own traffic, though. I know. It going has on 85. Like, yeah, it has like its own long. set of traffic. Like, where the hell is y'all going? And yeah. stay up there. Stop coming back down <laughs> here. Goodness. Once again, it has been another episode of the number one rated business show right here on the Real 1100 AM. I Checking in all over the world. Thank you so much to Dr. Barbara Joy, the model doc. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad Number you one came. rated. Yes. Yes, I'm glad you came to get Kevin straight because he's been prescribing some nonsense lately. Jeff, we're getting some comments from social media. What they say? They would appreciate it if Jeff took a day off tomorrow. I appreciate I it if I do from. too. Hey, I thank <laughs> Is you it pay for that. time off? Exactly. I appreciate that. I need some time off. Oh, my goodness. Thank you all so much for joining us right here on the Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio. You can follow me right there on Instagram at I am Casey Pride. And follow you can Jeff follow at- me at Mr. Marketology. And if you're on Instagram, it's Mr. Marketology because they won't give me my other account back. But that's too much to say. Uh, Mr. Marketology on everything else, though. You just need to change it to the grumpy one. I'm not grumpy, man. Is it something you can get him for grumpiness? I'm not grumpy. Am I grumpy? I'm I know it's a pill or something like that. I think I like arguing. Are you sure you're not brothers? Some whiskey. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not, am I grumpy, Miles? I'm not grumpy. Not, not all the time. You've been very pleasant. Thank you. Today. Thank you. I Today. can tell when you ain't had your whiskey, though. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we got a doctor in the house. You need to, uh, to keep that on the low. Um, you know, well, We're going to get us some pills, some Whiskey's shots. good for you, though. <laughs> we are out. Whiskey is good for you. You can put it in a hot yeah, twins, I can tell it apart. I got big-
big packs coming on the way. I got big stacks coming out to save. I got Lil Max with me, he the ways. It's a big gap between us and the game. In the next life, I'm trying to stay paid. When I die, I put my money in the grave. When I die, I put my money in the grave. I really gotta put a couple in a place. Really just lapped every day. 